Hey everybody, Darren Garman here with Trot. Hello, Trot. Darren, how's it going? It is always good to have you. I appreciate that. And have a podcast with you. Every week. Every, Every week. week we get together and we talk about the things, all things multifamily on the Heartland Multifamily Show, the place. For all things multifamily. For all things multifamily. And we are going to be talking about something pretty important today, and that's not as if Look, every episode is important. Yeah. I mean, the information is fantastic. Uh, but the content today has to do with property management and how you should be choosing a property manager or really at the end of the day, how to choose a property manager. You ready to jump into this? Oh, yeah. All right, yeah. let's do it. Welcome to the Heartland Multifamily Show, the shorter, more profitable path to multifamily ownership and investing. All right, we are looking forward to talking about how do you choose a property manager? And this is a question we get quite a bit. Uh, and actually, we get this question more than you would think from experienced multifamily owners too. Uh, because unfortunately, a lot of people learn, especially multifamily owners learn by their mistakes, um, not by when things go well, uh, but by their mistakes. And um, when an owner here or there makes a mistake when it comes to management, many times we'll get the phone call or the email saying, hey, I mean, Darren Trot, how in the world do I go about choosing a property manager? So let's talk about that. Let's talk about uh, the three things you need to do in order to make sure you choose the right property manager. All right, three things. And try, I mean, it really comes down to these things. These three things. I mean, there's more, but really, do you think these three things pretty much are going to sum most of most of it up? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I And I think there's obviously more, but like you were saying, these three are probably the most important. Yeah, the three biggies. And when we when we break it down to three, you know, we don't want you to think that we think it's all so simple. It's three things and, you know, bing, bang, boom, and you're, you're on your way. But these are probably the three things that um, we end up having most of our conversations. And they center around these three things when it comes to helping multifamily owners and investors choose property management companies. So let's go ahead and let's start with the number one thing that you want to know when it comes to choosing and making a decision on a property manager. Let me go ahead and put it to you this way. Trot, here's a question I have for you. Uh, I'm, I'm ready to choose a property management company. Oh yeah. I'm ready to go. Today's the day I wanna choose a property management company. My search has started. But you know, I think I wanna choose the management company and start by making my decision based on who charges less. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to start my decision on doing kind of a sifting, searching process, and then starting my real due diligence, my real work with the companies that charge the less that I can find or that I can see out there in terms of management fee. How do you feel about my process so far? Well, I think it Wait sounds... Minute, you got kind of a funny look on your face. I, I think it sounds great on paper um you know because you're just gonna increase your cash flow for the first week maybe the first day yeah and then you're gonna have some issues yeah 
Yeah, you would be surprised how many multifamily owners and investors use just this litmus test mm -hmm. in terms of deciding what management company they're going to use. And I mean, I'm setting you up for this question, but here goes. Uh, what percentage of multifamily owners do you think walk away happy with that decision that they've made maybe six to 12 months later? Zero. Yeah, basically zero. And that's really number one. When it comes to choosing a property management company, we've made this pretty obvious. You don't want to base it based on how much management fee they charge. Okay. Now, is that part of your process in making a final decision? Sure it is. Of course it is. But you don't want that to be the central overriding, overarching decision on whether you're going to choose a property management company. Uh, don't be cheap with this. Matter of fact, we could argue and, and have a whole podcast about how management and why management is the most important thing and the most important decision you can make when it comes to your multifamily property or properties in terms of income, value, and long-term wealth, growth, and preservation. But we won't go down that road. Just make sure you understand, should a management fee that a management company is going to charge, should that be considered? Yes. Is it the only overriding arching decision that you should be making? No. And we can tell you based on hundreds and hundreds of multifamily owners and investors that we talk to and that we work with, that this is the biggest mistake that they make is choosing a management company just based on, oh, well, their fees this, it's this much lower than everybody else. I'm just going to go with these guys. Of course, they know what they're doing. They know what's going on. They're in the management business. They know what's happening. I'm going to go ahead and go with them. And what do we find happens most of the time when people do that? They regret it and it uh, doesn't go quite how they were hoping. Yeah, they regret it. And we get the call and the call is either A, uh, I, I need help with somebody else to manage this. Who, who should I be talking to? Or unfortunately, sometimes it's, I got to sell. Right. My property is in such a state of crap. <laughs> it's in such a state of oh my God, it's going to take so much time, effort, energy, and money to get it back to where it needs to be. I got to think about selling. I've had it. I'm done. I've had enough. We don't want you to have that kind of conversation with us or anybody else, especially if you don't want to be having that conversation. So point number one, make sure you don't base your decision mainly on what the management fees are. You need to dig deeper. Okay, so let's talk about number two when it comes to digging deeper. Um, number two, here is the question you want to be asking potential management companies. Trout, what should one of the questions be that someone should be asking a potential, kind of an obvious question, but what are one of the questions that they should be asking? Well, they want to, they need to ask, you know, what properties are you managing now and okay. how many right. properties are you managing now? Awesome, perfect. So what, what are you managing right now? How many units are you managing right now? And how long have you been in business? Or have managing? you been in business? So what we just said right there is something you probably have already thought of, or maybe you've already been asking that question. Um, but again, you'd be surprised how many don't ask that important question. How long you've been in the management business? What kind of experience you got? Um, how many units are you managing currently? And um, how long 
have you been managing these units? But there's one more thing that we need to add to this that most people won't do. And it's a must do when it comes to it. So I wanna find out how many units you manage, how much experience you've got, how many years. Um, okay, that's all good. But what's the last thing I wanna make sure I do as part of this? You wanna see what they manage. 100%. Hundred percent. And when you when you go see, do you go with the managers, or do you kind of go, you know, on your own time by yourself and check everything out? Yeah, you got to play dumb here, and you go by yourself. Yeah. So you go there, you go check out properties that the management company manages, and you see just how they manage it. And you don't walk around there like you know, like you're a multifamily owner. I mean, you're wearing a sweatshirt and some jeans and maybe some boots. And you basically go incognito, right? Incognito, and you check out the properties that the company or companies that you're considering using manage. And by the way, do I do this with just one company, or do this? Do I do this with every company I'm considering? Every single one of them. Everyone, you'd be shocked at what you see. You'll be shocked because the websites. They look great. Yeah. They look nice. Okay. The materials, the attachments, the PDF files, they look good. The color pictures look great. Okay. But where the rubber really meets the road, when you're finding out, okay, how many units do you manage? How long have you been managing? What's your track record there? But then also taking a look at what they manage. Huge. And I think it's important to do it by yourself because. Um, it's, you mean instead of going with them? Yes, yeah. because you know you're, you'll find. Let's say you find a big hole in the common area wall, and you know if you go with the management company, they're going to sell you with, oh, it just happened yesterday. We had a tenant move out, and they banged it up. We're working on it. In reality, it doesn't look like that, you know. Yeah. And but you'll start to believe those fabricated stories yeah. as you're going through it. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. I hope you're enjoying this episode. I'm going to be having a free webinar coming up. The link's below on how to correctly and with low risk invest your IRA or 401k in really good multifamily properties. A majority of our investors do this. I do this personally. It's not illegal. Make sure you click the link below. We'd love to have you. Exactly. So. Make sure you not only, um, you know, check out how many units they own now, get an idea of their track record, how many units, excuse me, they manage, not own, but they may own, and we'll talk about that too in a second. Um, how many units they manage, how long they've been managing, um, but you wanna check out what they manage, and you wanna be going inside, walking around if you can, checking things out, getting a feel for things, because you look at, four or five properties that they manage, you'll get a real good feel for how well these properties are managed because you'll ask yourself this question, how would I feel if I own this property right now, right? How would I feel knowing what I know, what I'm seeing with this property being managed by this management company I'm considering, how would I feel if I own this property? And based on that, that's gonna go a long way as to whether or not you're going to choose a management company, all right? So we've hit two important items, management fees. Just don't base your decision on how low their management fees are It's part of the process, but just don't base it on that. And the second is make sure you not only experience, 
how many units they've got, how long they've been in the business, but you want to go actually look at the properties that they manage and put yourself in that owner's place and ask yourself if you'd be happy with what you see. Now, let's go over a third thing you must do when it comes to choosing the right property management company. And again, I'm surprised at how many multifamily owners and investors don't do this. And this is like the big one. This is the big one. Uh, and it's really, really simple. Really simple. Okay. So, Trot, <clears throat> what's one of the things that most multifamily owners don't do that we're surprised about because we get calls and inquiries regarding some of the things that we do on this often, but we find a lot of multifamily owners, especially when they're considering managing companies don't do. What is that? Well, after they figure out what these companies are doing or what they're managing, they don't reach out to the owners and see their satisfaction levels. They don't get any references about references. What yeah. kind of work they do. Yeah. Three references. Simple as that. Three references. Okay. You basically ask the property management company, okay, um, I've checked out. I am feel pretty good. And this is a conversation you have internally. Mm-hmm. I feel pretty good about you. Uh, your experience. I've checked out your properties. They look, you know, they look pretty good. Like I'd like to own some of them. I feel good about that. So, so far so good. But now you have to ask the question, hey, can you give me three references? Can you provide three references of owners I can call and ask about you? You know, ask what they think about you. Right. Okay. Again, we find many multifamily owners, investors don't do this. And this is arguably the most important one that you can do because now you hear it from someone just like you in the same exact position on what this management company is like. And you'll hear about it not only in terms of what you would probably think is the most important thing, which is property performance, which is important. But what about communication with you as an owner? Right. Pretty important thing. Okay. What about information reporting to you as an owner? Is it on time, two months behind, three months behind? Is it accurate? Or you you always have, I mean, there's those kinds of things as well. So there's not only the property management side of it, but it's also the client, right? Owner management side of it. You'll find out how good they are in all of that. And that's why you've got to make that phone call to at least three. Okay. So do you want to know the big red flag that can cause you to run from a prospective management company as fast as possible? The easy litmus test. Here it is. Are you ready for this? I am. If they can't provide three, you're out of there. That's it. If you if somebody cannot provide three references that you can call and talk, and like, oh, well, we really can't, we really don't, you need to run away from that as fast as possible. If you can't give me three, that's all I want. I already know. I already know. Okay. And so when we've talked about those three things, pretty important things. If you do, and if we Trot and I have found if owners and investors do just these three things, 
are they guaranteed to get the best management company? No, <laughs> but 90 plus percent chance it's going to be a management company that's going to be solid for your property, your income, your wealth, um, and your sanity too, yeah. right? I mean, there's a, there's a, there's, and there's time, effort, energy, and insanity too. Um, okay, so we've hit three pretty good ones, but let's go ahead and let's throw a bonus in. So this is a bonus, okay, a bonus strategy in terms of making a decision on which management company you're choosing a multifamily property management company. So Trot, let me ask you a question. Um, you're considering hiring me to manage your property. Okay. okay. You own a 100 unit apartment community in the city. Um, you're ready to hand that responsibility over to a management company. We're talking. Okay. And during our conversation, I tell you that, oh, not only do we manage 1,200 units, we also own another 3,000 units. Okay, we also own 3,000 units. We manage 1,200 units. So, you know, our total portfolio in that instance is, let's just say it's around 4,000 units. So I just told you that I own apartment communities. Now, is that a bad thing? Oh, no. Not a bad thing, but what now are you wondering and thinking about if you want to hire me? Well, a few things. The first thing that comes to mind is, are uh, are you able and willing to dedicate your time or your company's time to my property? Um, a little bit of a conflict of interest there, isn't there? Yeah, because yeah. you have comp, you have you have competition now mm -hmm. amongst each other. Um, but with that being said, I do think there's an upside to it. Yep. What is it? Um, I think as an owner, you know mm. what you would want out of your properties mm -hmm. and how you would manage your property. Right. Because you have an invested interest in it. Your, right. Your net worth, your cash flow, it's mm -hmm. all in this property. So you have a better chance to treat this property like it is yours mm -hmm. because you own stuff right. already. Right. That's that'd be a great point. I mean, that's, that's exactly right. So when you're looking at selecting a property management company, you do want to ask the question on whether or not they own other apartment units. So you're aware of any potential conflicts of interest, you know, some, you know, put it oversimplify it. We own a building here. They own a building next door. Are they going to put a resident in the one next door versus yours? And so there's that conversation and you want to have that conversation and see how they deal with it. So that's number one. Okay. Now, as you noticed, I didn't say you that totally eliminates them because you made a great point, which is if I have experience also as an owner, now I have actually a deeper level of knowing what I know that can be really good at serving you as a potential client of mine. Because now I can also look at it through an ownership lens and know whether or not actions um, that we're going to take, whether it's everything from spending money on improvements, to tenant selection and all of the, everything in between, as an owner, you have a much different point of view as just a manager, okay? So you do wanna ask that question so you know, but you also don't wanna run away from someone or a company if they also own units because they can bring you that perspective as an 
owner, but it is a question you got to ask. Right. Yeah. And so, man, we've covered some pretty good territory here, quite a bit of territory. And it's territory that we find uh, some multifamily owners and investors, maybe they forget to ask these questions. Maybe they forget about this process or they forget or they get in a hurry about how important these things are that we just went over in deciding who to choose as your multifamily management company. Okay, so Trap, any last um, any last takeaways or feedback regarding what we talked about? Yeah, well, in in terms of the management fee, I think it is important to understand um, the industrial average or, or the market average, wherever your market is. Right. So then you don't like just being low. Okay, well, how low mm-hmm. is it? One percent low? Is it? Is the average six percent and they're at five percent? Maybe they're trying to build a bigger book of business or whatever. Um, or is it 2% compared to eight? Mm-hmm. You know, there's a big difference. <clears throat> so you understand your market average and management fee mm-hmm. and then, you know, figure out what's too low. Yeah. So do your homework on that and where they compare in terms of uh, management fees that they charge. And also when you're looking and reviewing the management fee process, understand that management companies don't solely make all of their income based on management fees. There are typically other fees involved as well, or what I call pass-through items regarding maybe on-site managers, um, maybe bookkeepers, um, maybe maintenance or repair technicians, et cetera. So it's not just management fee that you've got to consider and ask questions about, of course. Are there any other costs that you could be seeing um, being passed through or in addition to management fees. So good point, Trot, that was really, really insightful. So what are you going to do now to choose the right management company? Well, you've got the information, the foundation from Trot and I on making sure that you choose the right property management company. Good luck. Keep us posted. Have a great day.